If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Unlocked. I'm Raina Sanchez filling in for Ryan McCaffrey while he's out on an assignment for this episode 364. We've got plenty to talk about today and we're going to kick things off with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which may be the best Assassin's Creed ever, according to our reviewer. And then more on Red Dead Redemption 2 because we cannot stop talking about that game. And then we're going to round things out with Microsoft's new fan event, kind of a revival actually, XO18. But first, we got to tell you something that you may already know. Unlocked has moved. You'll be able to watch us every Tuesday at 3 p.m. at unlocked.ign.com, full 24 hours before you can catch us anywhere else. So let's get on with the show. We've got a lot to talk about. Hello, Dustin Legary. Hi, Thank everybody. you for joining me. Thank you. Yeah. Brandon Tyrell. Hello. And joining us as a guest, John Ryan. Welcome back. Howdy. My favorite guest. Yeah, it's like it's good a, to be back. Yeah, we're, if we're talking about Red Dead, it's like you or Tina. We, we got a handful of great people. Yeah. <laughs> bring in the Red Dead guy. Yeah, it's like, just, just cycle him in. Bring in, Let like, him out of the cage. I like to think that you come in on like a little horse. Like, oh, just yeah. Jump There's off the saddle. a pony over here. You just can't see it. Just get an intern with like two coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that, actually. Oh, oh, good, good reference. There you go. Um, but before we get into that, we'll, we'll save our ponies for later. Uh, we're going to go to, well, this game has ponies, too. It does. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's got the most beautiful ponies. Oh, whoa. It's a bold claim. Bobos. Your horse that you ride. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It is really good. Discuss. Yep. It's no, really you, good. You tell, you tell me. You're the reviewer. I think yeah. you Yeah. You've definitely played more of it than I think anybody else here. Yeah. yeah um, you I champion. Thank Bravo. You. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It was a very, I think we, uh, I, I beat it in about a week, um, about 60 hours, but I reviewed it. I gave it a 9.2. I think it's so, so good. Um, I think it's probably the best Assassin's Creed has ever been uh, with the caveat that I know a lot of people are looking at it as well, this isn't an Assassin's Creed game anymore. And you're right. You're right. It's now an open-world RPG. It is, it's closer to The Witcher 3 than it is to Hitman, if that's, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, they've definitely come a long, long way and are a very different game mm-hmm. than what you would, like, if the peak of Assassin's Creed for you is Ezio. Yeah, AC2. This is very much a not the same game. Mm. Right. But it still is Assassin's Creed because it's literally called Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's... I'm telling <laughs> you it is. Yeah, it's, it's, they're you telling like you this is Assassin's Creed. <laughs> it's literally an Assassin's Creed game. But I do understand the people who, like, they want that, you know, that uh, staying hidden, blending into the crowd, tailing yeah. someone. I mean, I, I, God, I hope you don't want tailing missions. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I was... <laughs> when, when I think it was... 
origins didn't make me tail a single person. Yeah. I was just like, this is amazing. So I was like 45 uh, hours into Odyssey and like there was a mission where you had to follow a guy. And I'm like, <gasps> Don't you do this to me. <laughs> Don't you, you make were that doing so orange. well. And then it turns out I could just like race ahead of him and meet him where I was supposed to be. So yep. there are no tailing um, missions in Odyssey. I mean, what's nice about Odyssey though and Origins too, if that was the last one uh, you played or if you hadn't checked it out yet, jumping from that style of Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. to this, you can still totally play Odyssey like an old school Assassin's Creed game. Yep. The only mechanics, mechanical difference that you're really lacking is um, the ability to like sit down on benches mm-hmm. and like move. I don't think people, groups of people don't uh, I camouflage do anymore. you anymore. Yeah. Which I get like that was a really cool feature of the previous sort of generation of Assassin's Creed games. Mm-hmm. But I, I was always someone who was like... I, I, I was not very good at the stealth only portions. Like if you had a mission, you? Would, I know, right? No. <laughs> if you had a mission where you would have to like, you know, keep stealth for hundred percent sync, that was really hard for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now I like that there's not a punishment to that, that like the, the gameplay loop used to be like, if you get spotted, you can probably still beat the mission, but you have to just kill everybody by do, by, by hitting one button a yeah. million times. The, the Arkham like animation counter. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't even that though. It was literally just like press square, press square, press square, press square, press square, press square, or press X. Sorry. I forgot or to show that. I was triangle on. if you're a um, yeah. But now it's like combat is great. And each time you get a new encounter is this super fun, puzzly situation of like, yeah. okay, you've got these types of enemies against you. It's, it's, I really, really love it. And that's the great thing about it too is like the skill system which was introduced in Origins. I mean the entire combat system, the, the, it's a new platform, it, the, the same platform that was introduced in Origins. But it's just been flushed out this time. Mm-hmm. And the three separate skill trees are you know hunter for your archery, uh, warrior for your melee, and uh, assassin for your – Stabby, stab, stab, uh, stuff. Um, Perfect. And you, yeah, that's exactly how it appears can, in the tutorial menus too. Yeah, stabby, stab, stab. Uh, and you can actually build completely into Assassin and play Odysseys like a older iteration of Assassin's Creed, where you approach a fort, you mark all your guys, you start sneaking around. You know, you can do that crazy like sort of Shadow of War teleport assassinations. Yeah, so there's all kinds those. of there's all kinds of assassination skills that actually make it viable in a game mm. like this. Having said that, I really, really enjoyed just building into the warrior uh, tree and then walking up to a fort, walking through the main gates and just like lighting my swords on fire and like, <laughs> come and get it. Yeah. Um, so I, I, the game is just – it's it's huge. There's, oh, God. There's so much. It's dense and it's all – it's most qual- mostly quality. Sorry. I'm very tired. I'm still coming off that review. <laughs> Question for both of you guys. The the big set piece location here is Greece. Um, yeah. What sort of unique aspects does does the Greece location bring? I mean, I, I think uh, I think with the introduction of like sort of the island hopping um, that you found in Black Flag. Yeah. Uh, that is sort of like revitalized in this. You know, there's a lot of naval. There's a lot of um, uh, naval combat, but like just. Sailing on your boat through the Aegean is beautiful. It's fantastic. I love it. Um, Obviously, you know, you can do that anywhere, not just Greece. There's a lot of the mythology there and obviously the Spartans versus the Athenians are, are, you know, sort of the the cornerstone of the game. But, um, you know, the variety of locales that you find in this game are just stunning. The different biomes, 
foresty peaks, deserts, white stone cliffs, uh, you know, the Aegean, which you're, you're watching right now if you are watching the video. Um, there's just so many diverse areas. You can go into like a forest straight out of Robin Hood with just nothing but orange <laughs> leaves everywhere. Yeah. It's eternally autumn. Yeah, and then the thing too is like every inch of the world that they've built is gorgeous. Yeah, fantastic. Like it's, it's a phenomenal looking game. Like, I mean, and you can go from any – point that you see uh, if you're watching the video right now you can just see those mountains in the distance you can go there yeah there's um, a if you see it you can reach it mentality that uh, i think they really they really strike yeah, yeah. and i think one of, the, one of the cool things that i really like about this too is i spent a lot of time doing a lot of preview coverage for odyssey and getting to talk to the development team about sort of recreating ancient greece in a, a cool mythological way, but that was also still very historically accurate, mm-hmm. um, was a super cool challenge. And I think they've done it really, really well. Because the thing is, like, with, you know, even Origins, which is, had previously been as far back as they had gone for ancient Egypt, like, there was a lot that they had that was tangible in today's world to work with when yeah. designing those worlds. And with ancient Greece, you really have almost nothing. You got the Parthenon, right? And- you, you've got, like, <laughs> a few ruins of buildings yeah. that vaguely look the same as every other building. So I think the cool thing that they've done here is they've really found a way to take what we know about it. And, you know, they hired a fucking slew of historians um, to to really, you know, take to take what we know about it currently and then really make each individual Refer location back, yeah. unique but also <laughs> true to what it probably did really look like back then. So this is coming out for most people. Today, I briefly got my hands on the PC build because we got code Ooh, really late. Fancy so you. One thing I was able to test that I could tell the audience a little bit about is uh, I tested it on a 1080 Ti and the new 2080 Ti graphics. <gasps> uh, everything maxed out, running at 4K60. The 1080 Ti comes in around 40 FPS. So turn off the AA to get that. You don't need it at 4K, really. Yeah. And uh, at on the 2080 Ti, it's hitting around 50 again. I bet if you turned off AA, you could probably bump that up to a, a pure 60 at 4K60. Yeah. The 2080 Ti card, very impressive. Not a lot of people have it. Yeah. Uh, most high-end graphics cards are the 20, the 1080 Ti right now. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. Uh, you're pro- I'll probably be playing at 1080, mm. so I'll probably be pushing above 60 frames, which will be great. And uh, yeah, it looks gorgeous on PC. Yeah, so I, I just did benchmarking stuff, though, right? So that's all okay. I can really speak to. I did my review on a PS4 Pro because. Was unfor- I, I usually play everything on my One X, but unfortunately, that was the first code that I got, and I had to right. get started. Sometimes you just gotta. Yeah, so I can say though that on both the One X, I went back and checked, and the PS4 Pro, the game is gorgeous. It's it's be- jaw droppingly beautiful, and I actually fell in love with the photo mode, which is something I had dabbled in before, but never really used. Um, so actually right after we're done shooting Unlocked, I'm going to go pull all my photos and put them in a oh, cool awesome. slideshow and nice. just be like, check out my review one picture at a time, you know? <laughs> um, but it's gorgeous. And the lighting system in this game is fantastic. Yep. Um, and you, World you had asked, uh, one thing that I wanted to touch on, Dustin, you had asked, you know, what does Odyssey and its ancient Greece setting have that Origins didn't? Yeah. And I think it's just sort of the ubiquity of the mythology of Greece, right? Like mm. it's the most mainstream sort of... I don't want to say pantheon, but it's the most mainstream sort of mythological culture. Uh, you know, Hercules, Disney's Hercules, Kevin Sorbo's Hercules. Uh, the definitive Hercules. The definitive Hercules. Disappointed. Uh, you know, Xena 300. You've yeah. got a million – Clash of the Titans. You've got a million, um, you know, properties in in mainstream culture. One of our early looks had Medusa in it. Yeah. 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 And there are, there are mythological elements to it, which I don't want to talk about because it could be a spoiler. Yeah. Um, this part is so cool. When you're sinking a ship, you can actually dive down and collect the chests as they float. 
Nice. Um, Pro tip. But, and sharks. What about the dead the bodies? <gasps> yeah, don't sharks. don't get attacked by sharks though. What's funny is you can kill sharks with swords and axes underwater, and I'm just like, I don't think I could swing an axe hard enough to kill a shark. Underwater. Yeah, right. It would just be like, Poof. yeah. It's okay. She's strong. The shark's like, yeah. no, I'll wait. Because Andrew's just way stronger than you are. She fine. is. So she absolutely is. But yeah, I think that's what I was going with. People will be able to relate because they know Zeus, they know right. Ares, they know Athena. You know, it's an easy There's world things. to kind of dive into. And it, right. Literally. Huh. So are there any specific new features you guys want to talk about that like really made the standout or new elements? Because I know like I'm of course going to bring this up, but like romance was a thing that kind of caught me by surprise because it's not something yeah. I'd really suspect, like expect to see in Assassin's Creed. Um, was you want to talk about this, channel? <laughs> sure. You can. Like, that's just one of the things that I know. Like, again, yeah. I actually haven't played this yet. I only played some previews. And of course, I'm just getting my hands on it like everyone else now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm curious. There's a whole lot of. You can okay. smooch a whole lot of there's a you can whole lot of love in ancient Greece. Greece. Wow. Um, well, so I mean, it's, it's that <laughs> notion of of really taking the Assassin's Creed franchise and turning it into a tried and true RPG. Mm-hmm. You know, where you have a bunch of different endings and a bunch of really impactful choices that you can make throughout the game that will have branching effects depending on how you choose things. Or you can smooch folk if that's your game. Um, and men or women doesn't. Matter. Yeah. Well, I think that's the nice thing too is like the the idea of having you choose your character at the beginning won't affect your experience of the world. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, you know, no matter who you choose, if you choose to play as Alexios, if you choose to play as Cassandra, the core experience of the story uh, will stay almost exactly the same. And actually the ways that it differs, I think is actually pretty cool. Um, but with that said, like you're not, going to be burdened or run into any roadblocks based on the choice that you make for your character. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to run around and literally smooch everybody who you can smooch in the entire Greek world, it doesn't matter which character you've chosen. Um, a lot of smooching. Everyone's going to smooch you. <laughs> and you smooch all those rooms. <clears throat> and, you know, there was a very sort of sexually liberal culture back then. Oh, yeah. Um, and that comes across in the game. And not in a... There are some elements that are hokey, and I feel like we're put in there for the sake of being, like... Man, those those Greeks. Yeah, they sure, oh, they for sure, sure. They sure did love to love, didn't they? Um, yeah. But most most of the time, it is totally not not intrusive. You don't have. Yeah. I mean, people will hit on you throughout the game, and you can just be like, "Look, ain't no one got time for that right now." Yeah, like it's never more invasive than a dialogue option. Yeah, well, you can, and and they always have little hearts next to them. So you we're know. in the middle of a war zone. Now's not the time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I just need See to feel something. You can you can <laughs> never just like surprise kiss. Someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so with this being like potentially the best in the series. Where do you guys go? Where do you, what do you want to see Ubisoft to go next with this series? Like, do you want to see them expand their RPG? Or do you want to see them bring back a little bit more stealth focus? Or I, I really like the direction they're going. And again, I do understand some people really, really love the old Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. um, you know, platform that it was. And I, I use the term platform because it really did shift from a sort of stealth action game to a open world RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get that. I understand the DNA of Assassin's Creed is still in there. Um, I mean, quite literally, but also, you know, in the things that you do and sort of the themes that you tackle. Um, but if you liked The Witcher, you're going to love Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You know, if what you liked about it was huge rolling hills, I think they're continue. I think they're going to continue on this. I mean, Odyssey had a roughly three year development cycle, which means it was being developed in parallel to Origins. Mm. So, you know, 
Origins had less time to build on top of that platform than Odyssey did. I can only imagine the next Assassin's Creed built on this open world platform is already in development. Oh, yeah. I have yeah. no idea. I mean, maybe Feudal Japan would be cool or something so like that. But. Let me ask you about that. So since Assassin's Creed 1, people have wanted an Assassin's Creed experience like this set in Feudal Japan. Mm-hmm. That's a location they've been talking about. Do you think that would – do you think they could make that work or do you think that's just a totally different game? No, I think they can make that work in the same way that Black Flag came out and they were like, you know what I would love? A pirate game that's Black Flag without all the Assassins versus Templar stuff in it. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that might have been the sort of genesis of Skull and Bones, the 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 pirate game that Ubisoft is still working on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that with this open world platform, Assassin's Creed as the brand is basically a way to send you anywhere you want to go. Mm-hmm. They don't have to make a story that is, okay, well, what is the motivation of a character in feudal Japan? It's, hey, Layla Hassan from you know Abstergo is needing to pick the brain of somebody who lives in feudal Japan. Yeah. We can go there. We already have our story set up. So mm-hmm. it's actually kind of a perfect, you know, I know a lot of people are bemoaned to to um, experience all that present day stuff, but it's a, it's the <laughs> perfect, it. it's the perfect vehicle to go anywhere you want to go right. without having to rewrite the game every single time. They can focus on fleshing it out and making it huge, making it for, uh, varied without having to like introduce new characters and spend time making you learn to love them, you know? Yeah, I would love to see that, yeah. Yeah, I think it would be a super great setting and super, super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that would be a really fun one. Um, I think, weirdly enough, I think the, like, turn of Colonial Times Australia could be really interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Just because that's such a weird, horrible time in history. Um, yeah. Country, like, but, like when it was still a prison colony or? Uh, more so, like, the transition from A to B into that. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, I think there, I think there are some really interesting narrative possibilities there. Um, but I, I think as far as what you're saying with the modern day stuff, like I personally, I'm one of those people who like, if you never showed me a modern day part of an Assassin's Creed game again, yeah. I'd be fine with it. Um, you know, you could, Ubisoft could just say like, hey, we're just going to make big historic open world RPGs. Like this has nothing to do with assassins or Templars. Like it's just a story that takes place in ancient Greece. Which is sort of what Odyssey is. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, they have the framing, they have the franchise that will say, you know, this will it's part of this franchise, so it's got that sort of, you know, pedigree, that backbone to it. Um, but I'd like to sort of see them step even further away from that than they already have. There are elements of the Assassin's Creed story in there. Um, you know, the Templars versus Assassins stuff. It's it's in there. Yeah. But it is its own pillar. It's its own quest pillar. It has nothing to do with the main narrative of the characters that you're playing. Um, so there are like three main pillars. There's there's the the present tense one, the main story, and then the cult <clears throat> uh, story pillar where – Again, that ties into the main one and and a little bit to the present one, but they're largely um, separated from each other. You can do one, you can do the other. Sometimes you'll have to stop one and dabble in the other before you can go back. But there's enough here where if you just want to play as a Greek mercenary, you know, in 431 BCE, you can do that and not have to worry about the present day stuff outside of like a couple five minute segments before you jump back in. Oh. Um, so yeah, I think they've got a good thing on their hands here, and I'm. I, I, I'm hopeful that they continue to expand this and not, um, you know, try to to recapture AC2. Awesome. Well, I uh, can't wait to get into that. Yeah. But uh, good luck. It, yeah. I know it's it's, enjoy those eight hours. It's a big game. Yeah. Yeah. A lot to unpack. But you know, like all big games, it's got its fair share of problems, but it's mostly quality. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let's shift our focus to a very cool historical point. Um, also, a massive open world game. 
We've heard a lot about. Which one is this? Past month or so. I don't think. Oh, it's a little game called Red Dead Redemption Two that we've talked. I'm unfamiliar. I don't know what that. We spoke to a a lot on the show. Maybe can't reply. Remember if you want, we talked about Horse Girls last time when I was hosting. Yeah, we did. We talked about Horse Girls a lot. You guys were talking about other things. You missed a good time. Oh, um, (laughs) oh yeah, you were on that episode. Okay. Well, it can't be any worse than ancient Greece. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyway. God. (laughs) So, John Ryan. Yes. Give us a slowdown. What's new this week in Red Dead Redemption? So um, we got a chance to, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, uh, a bunch of folks got a chance to play the game for a while. Uh, I think everyone got a couple of hours of the demo. Um, but a nice handful of us, uh, myself and Ryan, uh, got to play through the first, like, four hours of the game. Nice. So cool. Um, which was super rad. Uh, and it was something that was that was – really great about it kind of leaped out to me because like obviously like rockstar one of the things that they do really well and that they've shown that they'll continue to do because they're adding so many new layers to their worlds um is to sort of do a really good job of pulling you into the game not just from a narrative standpoint even though they do that excellently Mm -hmm. uh, but also in the sense of like mechanically so it's like a, a good tutorials are hard to pull off yeah. because a lot of times it's just like, okay, I already know all this. I don't care anymore. Just you mean right trigger to fire. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, through the stuff that they're adding, so like the interaction systems and just a lot of the ways that the world works and sort of the open world behaves, which in and of itself is astounding. Um, the way that they kind of draw you into that is is really, really, really smartly done in those four hours. And, you know, also – you know, without giving anything away, because I know everyone's gonna murder me if I spoil anything too, too badly for them. Um, I was really, 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 really happy to see that a lot of what I had uh, guessed about, and a lot of the things that I like sort of suspected from all of the gameplay trailers and all the story trailers that we've seen mm-hmm. so far, was mm-hmm. totally wrong. Oh, oh, um, cool. vaguely tell me more, so you don't spoil. spoil <laughs> right. <laughs> so there's no bank robber. Or there, you're not even a cowboy. <laughs> it's actually you. You actually it actually takes place. You, saw, you see those. Um, <laughs> Um, Those uh, the the shots before where they were robbing a bank that was actually just a really aggressive transaction. Yeah, yeah. Not, a, not a robbery. That's just how withdrawals work in the old west. <laughs> oh, okay. Didn't you know that? Well, it's just an aggressive. Um, no. So what I mean by that is is there are a <laughs> bunch of moments. Um, you know, when I was poring over all the trailers to do a bunch of our rewinds and a bunch of analysis for it, um, where I sort of thought that they had done that kind of what I consider to sort of be a cardinal sin at the very least for movies and a lot of games are guilty of it these days too where you fill your trailers with a lot of shots and content from the second and third acts of your stories Mm -hmm. uh, because they're often the most dramatic and the Mm -hmm. most cool looking um, and they make for great trailer content Mm -hmm. but I was really glad to see that in all three of the story or all two and three of the story trailers that we got most of those moments were where uh, they're you see them kind of trudging through the snow and in the mountains, um, and I I super expected, especially there were a few shots of them like in a cabin with uh, Dutch trying to convince a very sparse number of people uh, to sort of stay loyal to him. You're like, it's, oh, that's got to be late game. That's well, like, yeah, I, that's I, the I, opening I, cinematic or something. That's that's the first four hours. Um, oh, awesome. Which is super, super cool. And again, that's not super spoilery. There's a lot more to it than that. No, I mean, I think that's nice. The poor to know, horse like, in this shot if you're watching oh. the video. Oh, Sorry. I know, right? Oh, no. Um, just like having those set piece moments, you worry that, again, yeah, that yeah. they are revealing too much early on. Um, so it is good to know that's like those are things that we're going to experience early on instead. And then the rest exactly. of the game is a massive well, mystery. And so that's the thing, too, where it's like because Red Dead 2 is a prequel to the first one. Like we know – 
what happens to Dutch. Yeah. We know what happens to John. We know what yeah. happens to Bill and Javier. What we don't know is okay. how we got to that first shot of Red Dead 1. Yes. And, you know, I don't think that – I think the overall narrative beats will probably still be a lot of what I'm expecting. So, like, you know – the the sort of start of the fracture and the dissolution of the Vanderlyn gang and eventually Dutch kind of going crazy like John was talking about in the first game and like how that sort of fell out and who picked sides um, and and sort of individual factions taking taking up inside the gang. I think we're still going to see that, but I'm just really, really happy to see that I was wrong in what that looks like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because now I have no idea of what to expect when I actually finally get my hands on the game to, to see what the second and third act <laughs> right. of the game looks like. On its looks, uh, it's absolutely stunning. I can't believe this is a console game. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I was watching this trailer. He was walking through the streets, and I'm like, there's no way. So, yeah. like, <laughs> so I, I see these things. The detail on the guns and everything. Yeah. 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 I'm just like, this is this is it. Like, we're hitting the end of the generation. Like, that's... Yeah. I think this is the mark, right? I mean, I feel, I feel like that's kind of the thing that Rockstar always does. Yeah, where it's that's like, what we felt. I felt exactly the same way at GTA Five. Yep. Excuse me? Like, this yeah. is a game for my console? Right. right. And, then, yeah. and that was 360. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then guess what? Here it is again, looking even better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the craziest thing about, from a visual, from a graphics perspective, is there's a shot in this uh, second gameplay video that dropped uh, yesterday, uh, Monday, if you're watching this on Wednesday or later, I guess, uh, where Arthur's sort of up in the mountains and looking down over a valley, and there's these big rolling clouds behind him, and all of those clouds are volumetrically rendered. Those are all real, like during our our extended demo. So, like the the first chunk of the game takes place up in these up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's the job that they've alluded to in Blackwater and trailers before, where things have you know kind of gone bad. So the gang's on the run from the law and they're hiding out in the mountains. And there are shots of it where you're up above oh. the cloud, and it's not just you know objects that are clouds moving from side to side in the skybox. Like you loaded it and then. Ryan was playing and not to, you know, make fun of Molly's not here, but he got killed. Um, he fell off a cliff and died. I don't believe that for one minute. <laughs> but um, when he reloaded that moment, the, these, those are the clouds right there. Those ones I was talking about. Um, everything was completely different. And they were blowing and moving in, in completely natural ways. And, like, you would watch them, like, move around the mountains. And, like, th- as we would walk right up through them, like, they would move around us. It was – it's just – Stupidly yeah, pretty, cool. Hugh Boy. That is pretty. Like, look, uh, look I love the that. shadows yeah. that they cast too. Yeah, and, well, and that's yeah. the thing. So it's like the as rays of the sun coming exactly through the clouds, like, as God, you're, you know, running around down in the valley. Like you'll see the shadows of clouds going overhead. I do appreciate some good clouds, right? It's nice. That one kind of looks like, the, uh, like it's duck not just head. that though. It's like the draw distance and like how the lights hitting the water on the mm-hmm. left. Yeah, out there, it's, it's all happening. Like yeah, you if you see all that, if yeah. you're listening to the audio version of this, the next chance you get, check out this uh, this gameplay trailer. Um, yeah. it is, if you haven't already, kind of describe it with no words. <laughs> yeah, paint, paint us a word picture. They look really fluffy. I just I someone lay in them. someone's on uh, public go. transit <laughs> listening on like their iPhone and they're just like, I don't know what's that. Like they're it's a beautiful day in Mentally on phones. They're on the right. Yeah. Yeah. Like those look just great. They're drifting. Yeah, and you see that spaceship out there. You yeah. know, I, I always knew that they were, um, I was they just were tied say. in some weird way. But yeah, so I mean, you know, clouds. The beauty of clouds aside, um, yeah. you can go watch more on Bob Ross for the beauty of clouds. <laughs> um, but the beauty of clouds aside, like seeing sort of how this game moves into it, like starts and moves into itself, and, and kind of draws you into uh, the story and the new mechanics and and just like. I, I'm 
I'm I don't want to say in a lot of cases like a, it's a brave new world or a brand new world <laughs> for games, but like in this case, it 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 is mm-hmm. like the intricacy of the of the open world that they've built. It. It's unlike anything that I think I've really run into yet. Like, there are just so many moments you can read. Uh, we've got a piece up on IGN called 79 Amazing Details from Our Time with Red Dead Redemption. And that was literally just from like five or six of us playing the game for like an hour or two. Mm. And just the different stuff that we learned and gleaned and experienced while we we're out in those worlds. It was crazy. Um, and what I what I really loved about the first, you know, two to two to three to four hours is that it really sets up that this is a very differently paced game mm. from Rockstar than what we came to kind of be familiar with with GTA. Um, and even a little bit from the original Red Dead, too. It's faster or it's slower? It's a lot slower. Lot and, slower. and I like that. I know uh, there are some people who are like, well, I don't know how Red Dead's going to do as a slower-paced game for them kids. But like, well, Yeah, but you'll be in the wilderness and a thing will happen that exactly. draws and your attention. It's, right? it's all about... I think that makes sense, too, just with the setting. Like, just yeah. look at it. Like, obviously... The pacing of that life versus like GTA, right. obviously, it's going to be different. I think it has to be to be effective. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's that notion of in GTA you can move through the world at 120 miles an hour down a freeway. In this, you know, you're the fastest you can go really is probably about 20 miles an hour on a horse. Oh, so you're talking literally slower? Well, no, because I, I, I think I'm in, talking in like broad, story pacing. In broad strokes, I mean that. Yeah. Um, in, in sort of like the concept of how you view the worlds of either game. But I mean in terms of story, in those first four hours, like it is a game that wants you to take your time getting to know the world, getting to know the the people in it. And you know whether that's the main characters in the narrative mm-hmm. or if that's just the NPCs who you choose to you know talk to yeah. and, and get to know better because you can. You can literally just be like, hey, partner, how was how your are day? You today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you, I just, or you can just give them the business end of a shotgun. Uh, right. Just or you watching can just emotionally aggressive yeah. transactions. Aggressive yep. transactions. One of my favorite things about this uh, this trailer is that they show us that we can boo at the theater, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which boy. is just the pettiest thing. But I yeah. love it. Um, <laughs> we finally got a look at first person mode, also, yep. and I, I actually really really liked it. Hearing you guys talk about it on the last unlocked was yeah. uh, interesting. But I mean, you guys the. Tina was there. So yeah, yeah, Tina and Ryan talking Different about group. it. Tina was, is right. us. Tina yeah. is all. <laughs> yeah. Um, will be getting to see it in person, though, I think it's going to be tempting to actually play the game in that manner, which yeah. I didn't expect. I'm yeah. like, no way. I'm going to play third person. But yeah. I'm like, oh, I could see how that would it's, really immerse you in every mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. That's what I was telling Tina. I was like, this sounds like a game where I put it on very limited HUD, first person, and just go walking into the woods. Yeah. I think that's that's a thing I like to do. After I finished everything, yep. like I'm just trusting my senses to find where I want to go next and yeah. just explore and kind of like exist in that world. Yeah. And I think having that ability is just such a freeing idea because I know I know I'm just going to like live in Red Dead Redemption too. Like that's what? just going to be a thing. For yeah. The rest of the year. That's that's what yeah. I'm worried about. Is is I'm also worried about it <laughs> because it's so detailed and so massive that I don't want to use. And maybe it's just because I'm coming off Assassin's Creed Odyssey and then before mm-hmm. that Spider Man. I don't want to just start chasing down waypoints, you know? I don't yep. want to pull up a checklist and just be like, yeah. well, got to go rustle some ponies, got to go kill a snake, got to go do other cowboy stuff. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't want to ride from point A to point B. And I think putting it in first-person mode and just being like, oh, I got to go to Carson City or whatever. Um, I think it's west. Let's just – let's head over there. Yeah, I yeah. try to use the sky to navigate or something. Yeah, the I don't stars. Know. Like that's I mean, cool too. Just like, like just uh, having – Having that extra challenge and that immersion is just such a fun way to explore yeah. a game, especially like this when it's so big and yeah. detailed. Yeah. As we're saying about the clouds and everything else, I'm sure is just like incredible. So well, I like, think that'll be 
a good adventure to try, oh, yeah. especially as if you have time. I think the hard part with our jobs is that we do have to play more than just the few yeah. games that we want I, to. I mean, that's my biggest dread is that yeah, exactly. you know, I'm going to have to kind of, you know, I'll get a copy of it, I'll cry a little bit, and then I'll just like <laughs> have to smash through it as fast it's as like, I can. Sorry, we do to, have to follow those waypoints. Well, right. You, know, yeah. you understand it, this especially well as well because yes. like, you know, we're both in the Wikis team, so mm-hmm. when it does come out, you can 100% come to iGen.com for all your game help needs. Yes, game and Red Dead. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I'm really looking forward to being finished with that as well and just kind of wandering out into the world. Because I mean, the, even even just in the, you know, 45 minutes to an hour of exploring the open world and not doing mission and story content that we did. And even then, like, just like the, the regular missions all had these like branching side moments and they yeah. were just totally emergent where like we'd be going through town and like we'd get stop the cart and hitch our horses and then like go into a shop and we'd just be in there for hours looking <laughs> at a cheese. snake in my boot yeah. yeah those are the watercolor moments i'm really looking forward to hearing about especially yeah. like online and seeing from our community and everyone everyone seeing what i know they're experiencing and every time it's going to be different because every perspective is going to be different like when you yeah. see it, like what you have on you and i don't know it's like did you find it with the horse or did you just walk up and find it and um yeah, I, there's just a lot of potential for Red Dead, obviously. We've yeah. talked it to death, and we will continue to until it comes out. <laughs> and then after, we're going to talk about it more. Yep. So I hope you like Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> I do. Or I really do. interested. So, yeah. I, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Their possums play possum. I'm super in. Excuse me? So I know about this, but I'm just like... <laughs> it's just one of those moments so cool. where like you're out in the world, and you know you find a dead animal, and you see another dead animal, but then you go to that second dead animal, and it gets up and hisses at you because <laughs> it saw you coming and then did the thing that it's supposed to do and played dead. It's, it's crazy. crazy. That is crazy. Anyways, yeah, it's super animals cool. Animals being animals, man. Animals being animals. I like animals. Right? <clears throat> okay. Well, I don't have a good transition for this because animals... Don't relate to this at all. <laughs> but um, I, I absolutely disagree. Mouse? Mouse? Oh, oh you're on no, the other one. not that one. We're <laughs> okay. at the front. Anyway. Oh, God. Yeah, we haven't even touched any of our news. Yeah, we're, we're a, we're news a third of the way about, through this So page. we're going to... Let's get down to business. Yeah, we're going to hustle a little bit. Um, get those reins ready. Okay, so we want to talk about XO18, which was announced last week. We didn't have a chance to cover it, so we're like, all right, great unlocked topic. Um, so what this is oh, going to we, be... We covered it. There's a new story up. Yeah, yeah, but it, like in detail, oh, yeah, yeah. combos, like the, the treatment. The the car wash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we wanted to talk about it. It is going to piggyback on the back of or the fourth annual Fan Fest in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be on November 10th. Um, just for context, the last XO event that I was able to find was in 2003. Dustin said that there was another one. I don't know. Potentially. If that was anyway. the X event, but I think Mass, Mass Effect had a reveal of some sort at an X event, but right. don't quote me on that. So, I didn't have time to look it up. Either way, it's been a very long time yeah. and since Microsoft has done this kind of event. Yeah, I've I've never heard of it before this. Yeah. I yeah, literally yeah. walked into this room and I was like, what's that? I have vague <laughs> memories of it, but I can't remember. Like, it's been so long that I can't remember the last one. Yeah, the last one was in 2003. I was an actual child. So yeah. anyway. The one in France was a Microsoft event, though, the XO3? That was oh. um, part of Microsoft. Yeah. So there huh. they um, showed Ninja Gaiden, Halo 2. It had it was just less than a year of like Xbox Live having gone live. Mm-hmm. So like they were still making a bunch of improvements and updates. And like I think it was just then releasing in Europe and then kind of going into that. So it was a pretty big deal back then. Yeah. So I'm really excited for the potential of what this could be this year. Um, I could see it as being a lot of 
potential system updates and like going into like where they wanted to do next with Xbox. Um, There's been teases though that it's going to be bigger. Yeah. So right? like, yeah, Phil Spencer was substantial yeah. announcements. Phil Spencer was saying that they want to talk about like their great stuff from their first party and third party partners, and I think that obviously opens the door to a lot of things. John Ryan was talking about Gears Funko. I, do. I, I wasn't going to say anything because I knew you'd murder me with your eyes. But yeah, I fully expect to see a lot of Gears Funko there. Those adorable little Marcuses. Yeah, so this will be stre- live streamed as an inside Xbox episode. So that's really exciting. Um, I'm also just like excited it's going to be in Mexico City. I, I love them doing cool, cool fan events like around the world. Like, yeah. as, as much as outside the bubble the of San Francisco, yeah. LA, and New York, or, or Europe, or something, yeah. or like mm-hmm. I guess in like London or something. Getting, getting out of the usual spots. It's a bunch of ra- not just a bunch of <laughs> random white people cities. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like uh, kind of celebrating the community as a whole because like obviously yeah, it goes exactly. far more than what where we're at yeah and so it's just exciting to see them doing it somewhere else yeah yeah it's cool um just off the top of my head i, I guess what uh reveals or announcements do you guys anticipate there we already said well gears fun yeah Sorry. it's going to be two days of gears funka <laughs> uh thinking about it uh a little more in depth than that um no i would <laughs> just so much funko um sorry I imagine we're probably going to get a look at Crackdown 3. That game comes out in spring of 2019. This is really the last... February. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's right. You're, yeah. God, February 22nd, the day that all the video games come out. Yep. The day that wikis will once again explode. Um, yes. You know, this is really our uh, you know our last kind of opportunity to see that outside of, of preview stuff that, you know, usually a, a six to eight to ten weeks before a game comes out. They did yeah. one last preview. Yep. Um, <clears throat> big but I imagine we'll see – we're going to see Crackdown 3. I imagine we might get – finally get the – that rumored Xbox Elite 2 controller announced because, you know, rumors are coming out that it exists a couple of weeks ago. Or maybe, I hope it's called month. the Elite-er. Elite-er? Yeah. <laughs> Elite-est? Uh, no, that's the third one. Sorry. More Elite? Yeah. Um, you know, there uh, a couple of weeks ago or a month ago uh, – um, there was a uh, you know a rumor coming out that it does exist and it was going to be announced on I think an episode of Inside Xbox that ended up you know not coming to pass. Um, yeah, so shiny I, new. I think Wide we might Elite be controller instead. Well, oh, so, yeah, sort of. It's it's with a it's bundled with that. I think it was the Fallout seventy. Fun, yeah. Fallout seventy six. Yeah. yeah, but it was announced and that was a thing that happened. But the white one. Yeah, the rumors about there being another one made me hold off on pre ordering it because yeah. I really wanted it. I was just like, all right, I got a lot to play. I want to. I want to invest in this, but I'm also just kind of the hesitant. It's like, uh, do I make yeah. a leap? Do yeah, I, I mean, it's not a it's it's price point is is right. prohibitive. You know, it's a, yeah. I think 150 bucks. Yeah, it's it's, um, a, it's an investment. So it's yeah. just like I, because there again those rumors. Just gonna wait a second. Yeah, so I think we might at least until November 10th. I think it's possible yeah. we get an announcement <laughs> at uh, at XO18. Um, outside of that, I have two questions. I'm really really hoping to see some first or some some at least like a brief teaser of one of their internal. Gears. Oh yeah, I imagine Battle Toads. Battle, battle Toads. I imagine we'll get some Gears Five. We might see a yeah. Battles Toad. A battle Battles. You may see a Battle Toad. Yeah, we just might one. See, we might see Battle think, Toads. Do you think we'll see anything additional about Halo Infinite? Like, what are the chances of that fifty percent, sixty percent? And do you 50%. think we'll see anything from the Forza team? And whatever their open world game is, Play, playground, on. playground. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think we'll see anything from playground. I think we might get not even a, a teaser. I think they might hold that for like so. E three. It's too soon. It's yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like yeah. Horizon Four just came out. Well, they. I mean, they're still so hiring. They're yeah, still hiring right. for people to work on whatever this is going to be. Um, yeah. I think Halo Infinite is much more realistic. Um, I, that I, would be. I, I think, can't give you a. I don't think it's going to be a reveal. I think right. it'll be a. Here's the chief. 
or something like a teaser. Um, like having said that, I was wrong UI? for two years in a row at E3, <laughs> yeah. so I don't know. I think the most realistic is that we are going to get a lot of Gears because we yeah, are, sure. again, getting yeah. three Gears of War games. Yep. Um, so we have Gears Funko, which I think this is kind of the perfect event to talk more about that just yep. because we didn't really get much context for what that is aside from it being, I think, a Funko game. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that means. Yeah. And so getting I, a little bit more into that. I feel like it's going to be kind of like not mirror but like be reminiscent of like a lego game almost but like sort of yeah. like a cartoony actiony maybe some platforming or i'm really curious what a fun code chainsaw looks like <laughs> like how that works i think that they exist because they have i think the, the gears funko already right oh, no, but desk, i'm curious so like what that looks like in happens. terms of game mechanics oh for sure like is it just little plastic bits that come out or <laughs> yeah do they just not, do they just not do that yeah, well, i don't see funko out. being very violent Right. That's, but this is very violent. But it's Gears. Like, yeah. that's, Cartoon violence. Get that Tom and Jerry stuff going. Oh, what if they just replace your, your Lancer with like a giant frying pan? I'd be super into that. Or like at least it just says Acme John, you're on the hurting side. me. Yeah. <laughs> Actively hurting me. Um, right. I really want to so see more from Gears Tactics. Yep. Yeah. Just because like mm-hmm. we, we saw little bits of that and I want full-on gameplay. Like give me a full-on tactics match or something. I yeah. don't know how you want to display that. I don't know what the um, timeline is for that either. So I just want to see more of that. Um, kind of going back to Crackdown a little bit, I think this is kind of a really important moment for them to show them that that game is yep. on track. That's a good yeah. point. Like yeah. I, I need to see something there or else I'm just going to If you don't fly Terry Crews to Mexico City. Not think about yeah, it. Well, I mean, it's been really, like, really quiet. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I, I love Terry Crews, but I feel like Touting another Terry Crews trailer is not the way to go about this. Like, when was the last time that we actually saw gameplay? You're 100 percent right. They need last year, yeah, 2016, right, yeah. or 2017. Sorry, 17, I forgot yeah. what year it is. Yeah, um, it happens. Yeah, I have no idea what time and space is at all. <laughs> um, but I mean, the last time that we saw that was the was that was the multiplayer like destruction gameplay, right? Mm-hmm. And then they announced that they were totally rebuilding that. Mm-hmm. So no, that was that was sixteen, right? Wait, did well, you no, did there, you play there, it? Uh, I did. Uh, there, here's there the was, problem: there was like a, a mode where you could just go out and try and get more yeah. destructive yeah. points than other people. Yeah, and that was at E3 uh, two years, three years ago, one year. Is ago, it the right? year then when you no. played it? No. Two years ago. Two years ago <laughs> was the single player stuff that we played. Okay, okay. Three okay. years ago was the yeah. multiplayer wow. stuff. All right. So that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Then sorry, I forgot about <gasps> the last. So here's the problem: is that we can't even get it straight because like we just need. The solid presentation of what Crackdown is now, right? Yeah. Yep. So hopefully exactly. we get that. Uh, we need that um, big, that big, beautiful gameplay trailer. Yeah. So anything else y'all want to see? XO18. Uh, yeah, but we should probably keep moving. <laughs> I know we're like running short on time, so yeah. So let us know what you guys want to see. And that is November 10th, correct? Yeah, I think yep. yes, November 10th. Um, that will be live streamed as an inside Xbox episode. Cool. Uh, so next up for news, we have new avatars on the way this month. <gasps> Finally. Finally. After how many years? All of them. <laughs> it's been many years. They look super cool. Lots um, of we have a video. Uh, they they released a video on. Uh, I'm sorry, my brain is not working. They released a video on the Inside Xbox stream that we mm-hmm. put up on IGN, so you can go check that out right now if you want. They look really cool and they're awesome. super inclusive. Um, you know, whatever it, it seems like, whatever you want to, to represent yourself as, there's an options close to it. Yeah. yeah, and the quote board we got um, said that it's been based, of course, on feedback from the last 10 years, which is really important. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a feature for us, so it's, like, really great that they are collecting everything and internalizing everything and now putting it out. Um, we got some, some little notes here. A photo booth will be available to take photos of your avatar with an adjustable camera to tilt, zoom, and rotate. Customized background prints will be available as well to be part of your photo, which is pretty cool. 
Um, so there's collaborations with Halo, Gears of War, and other games, which is perfect because it's kind of what I'd expect. Um, mm-hmm. I remember, I think my avatar may still be dressed as Lara Croft from way back when. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> so it's been a long time since I've really tweaked these. It's, it's kind of mm-hmm. nice to have an excuse to go back and mess with them again. My yeah. guy still has the Mass Effect 3 Omniblade. Aw. <laughs> I remember my, saying that a long Yeah. My guy is dressed up in a werewolf costume and has been for like eight years because my gamer tag is I am not a monster and I oh, thought yeah. that was really funny. Hey. Wow, it is. Werewolf. That's funny. I appreciate that. Is this a game called I'm not a monster coming out? I got, really? a, I got a PR email about it. Cool. I meant to send it to you but I forgot. Uh-oh. Anyway. <laughs> next in the news. Um, you waiting for that royalty check. <laughs> right. <laughs> this one's thing. really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So mouse and keyboard support is finally coming for sure to Xbox this <laughs> month. Um, Phil said if you're a dominant FPS player right now on controller and you're worried that all of a sudden you're going to get swamped because a bunch of mouse and keyboard players are going to get flooded into your game, that's not what we're doing. So that's really important because obviously there is the advantage there of like how reaction time work with. And yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and so I'm really curious to see what they're doing with this because it's yeah. essentially just going into the developer's hands saying, hey, devs, you can add mouse and keyboard support if you want. Cool. Yeah, game. Like, yeah. That's, that's just really nice to have the option. Um, we were talking a little bit beforehand about it not being like a crazy change because ultimately this is going to be for games that will still function with controller because like that you know as a console that's what mm-hmm. it has to be. And I don't right. imagine them yeah. adding like League of Legends or something <laughs> on here, which I've seen like floating around a bit. Yeah, um, just because like that you can't play that with a controller because of like how technically difficult it is unless they brought instead like Arena of Valor or something, which is kind of like League of Legends. Yeah, or, anyway, think, or think like uh, Halo Wars but, 2 or something like that. Like, yeah. Some, mm-hmm. Things that would benefit from, you know, that kind of precision that's already I, available on yes. the controller. I could definitely see uh, PUBG and uh, yep. um, the huge game, Fortnite. <laughs> that uh, one game. Yeah, yeah, adding adding support for this or at least an option, especially in Fortnite because you can actually queue in with PC players. Yeah. And it would yeah. be good not to be at that disadvantage. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. I think yeah. that that's just – a great option and would be yeah. nice for yeah. those people. I mean, I think that raises the question though, like will we see developers having to essentially develop two control modes for their multiplayer games? Not necessarily do control modes because they already have that with the keyboard support, but also the servers, like, right? Well, I mean, yeah, but mm-hmm. creating servers specifically just for players who are playing actively with a mouse and keyboard on Xbox. Yeah, yeah it's definitely the technical aspect of it, but I, I don't think I have enough insight to say whether or not how difficult that is. Yeah. I don't foresee it being a huge problem because you can already use a, a, a Zim device right now and plug in a keyboard. Um, this That's actually considered cheating, though. It, it is yeah. considered cheating, um, but don't do it, kids. This yeah. don't <laughs> cheat. Stay in stay in controller school. Um, <laughs> this gives you the or this I'm sorry. This gives developers the option to actually just detect what inputs you're using and then uh, you know allow you. To to filter based on you know what uh, peripherals you're you're using for the yeah. game. So. De- yeah. Destiny Two on PC does a fantastic job of catering to both controller <laughs> users and keyboard and mouse users, and they all play in the same sandbox. Uh, one of the people on Fireteam Chat, CJ, plays only on controller, and some of the people that I play with regularly, and they can hold their own against most keyboard and mouse players. Mm-hmm. So it's all about the tuning and making sure you get it right. And if yeah. you get it, if you get it really, really close to perfect, you can have a really really fun multiplayer sandbox yeah and if not players. if not then you just put in a filter option and, mm-hmm. and keep them separate yep. mm-hmm. yeah but equal it's up nope, to the developer don't say it like as that. phil said what's that <laughs> it's up to the developer whatever the phil 
whatever. <laughs> whatever the Phil. Phil said that it's up to the developer. So yeah. whatever they choose to give their audience as an option yeah. will be there. Oh, man. What if it was just like a really horrible one-sided death match where they're just going to be like, ha, 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 now you have to do it. That, that would be kind of like <laughs> Sorry, bragging rights, right? Right. It's like Bye. the equivalent of like feeding people to lions yeah. where it's just yeah. like you put one controller guy in a match with like 14 PC players. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> um, so we have Anyways. more news. Um very recently, Harry Potter RPG footage was leaked. What? My nose got cut off on here. Um, but yeah, I sorry, I can't credit. Play as a Harry Potter. Play as a Harry. <laughs> yeah, so this got printed before I got finished with my notes. Um, but it's supposed to be allegedly set in the 1800s, so before Dumbledore was born, because he was born in 1881. Good. I don't want um, that nerd in my game. Yeah, so it's kind of, I guess, potentially um, not canon. Yeah. Yeah, and so you're what the description I believe was that you're transferring in as a fifth year, so you kind of have all the basics already learned, which mm. makes a lot of sense because mm. it'd be weird to play as like a twelve year old, mm. or like eleven year old. Yeah, that'd be kind tough. Of having like, to learn the very four years of, of tutorial magic. Oh my yeah, god! Sorry, hello, more. <laughs> that'd be kind of a cute montage, yeah. though. Axio, 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 Axio. And then you grow up. Um, but uh, so it's gonna be somewhere around there like the footage cool. seemed pretty cool i think a lot of it's been taken down and is mostly in gift form right now mm-hmm. um but i guess we'll see what happens there yeah um the way this was leaked was because of allegedly a mall survey some guy went in and took footage of this at a mall and mm. he didn't sign gotcha. the nda is again like this is what the person posted and said that they had done mm-hmm. um just didn't sign the nda and just left work <laughs> yeah and so, I mean, technically not illegal. Yeah, yeah. I guess he just didn't check in. Uh, somebody so. got fired for that. I for find sure. that there was a breakdown of of security <laughs> yeah. structure somewhere in there. Yeah. Why yeah. was it at a mall? I it's, so, so, it's focus yeah. group, focus testing. Yeah. We, like, yeah. is this something you would want they do to it at see? Malls. Yes. Oh yeah. Have you never like, been hey, to a mall? Do you want to take a survey real quick for us? Like, yeah. it's about this. I feel like, like every time I in a mall, somebody comes up and is like, "Hey, do you go to the movies a whole lot? Do you want to take this survey? Do you want to do this product test?" Do you have any thoughts? No. Yeah, I remember doing that once when I was a little kid. Like, we were hanging out at the mall with my friends, and I was like. 13, 14? Yeah. And someone's like, hey, we'll give you $10 if you take the survey. But you have to go to this back room and we're like, this sounds like a really bad Yeah, yeah. That sounds sure real weird. Illegal. And then we did it. <laughs> and then, you, hey, and then I got $10. 10 Perfect. Yeah. Great. I and hope so, you spend it immediately. Uh, a real yeah, bad these, example for the children out there. spam for the don't rest of your that. life. <laughs> yep. No, hey, um, don't accept no, no, money from strangers. B, don't follow them into back rooms. Yeah, so it was okay. Um... Anyway, anyway, I think that, I think this is really no. happen, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan on earth, but I think that this is something that I would totally get into. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really curious to see. Hey, kids, you want to take a survey? <laughs> okay, that's enough. No. <laughs> anyway, so if you guys are more on like Canceled. a deep, more just in like a deep dive of this Harry Potter thing, um, definitely check out Beyond because they're doing um, a very intense deep dive on this and boys love harry potter yeah i adore yeah, harry potter but um we're gonna let them take it over also because we're running out of time yep. we just got the oh we got the wrap it up box um so yeah so i guess we're just gonna mention that minecraft dungeons was announced it was announced for pc yeah it's a uh it's sort of a dungeon crawling experience set in the minecraft universe you and up to four friends can co-opt cooperatively uh you know dungeon dive and fight monsters and get loot and uh looks, cool it looks real cool i was uh surprised when i saw the announcement uh during PC? minecon 2018 but uh, that trailer is up if you haven't seen it. It it is the first time I've thought about going back to Minecraft uh, oh. in a while. So um, check it out. So yeah, party of four. Oh, okay. Go explore yeah. some some dungeons. Yeah. Um. Right now it's only now it's your PC. Yep. I coming. Assume it'll come next box at some point. I imagine so. Uh, Mojang is owned by Microsoft. Um, so uh, yeah, PC in 2019. Mm. Yeah. 
So since we got to rush through things, yep, let's, let's go ahead and let's just head over to the Marketplace Report. Cool. Uh, game, games with gold this month are Hitman Blood Money on Xbox 360. Nice. Uh, Overcooked starting October 1st cool. on Xbox One. Cool. Available now. Available now. <gasps> that's oh, God. God. That's right. Yesterday. Yeah. It's October it already. Yeah. Happy Halloween month. Congratulations. Um, it's officially Halloween. On October 16th, you can pick up Victor Vran for Xbox One. It's a uh, sort of isometric hack and slash game uh, about a, a monster hunter. Cool. I think kind of Van Helsing-like, um, but it's voiced by the guy who voices Geralt. So that's, that, that's cool. cool. Great. Uh, and then Stuntman Ignition is available on October 1st on the Xbox 360. You should totally get it and play it because that game is stupidly fun. <laughs> Uh, games out this week. There's not too many of them because they're all massive. So uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, you can pick up today uh, alongside Mega Man 11, which is also out today. You probably know what both those games are. There's a game called Gnome's Garden coming out on Wednesday, October 3rd. Um, head out with gnomes on a journey in this fantasy strategy game. Construct buildings and manage resources and all that jazz. Um, you can pick up Armored Freedom on Friday. October 5th. Uh, it's an intense strategy board game where giant robots fight for dominance. And then wrapping up this week, uh, available Friday, October 5th as well, is WWE 2K19 Deluxe Edition. Ooh. You want to get some wrestling? I do. I do want some wrestling. Sweet. Uh, Forza Horizon 4 is out. It is. Uh, was that last week? It was last week, uh, yeah. Pretty sure it was last week. Was last week. But it's still out and available. Real good. It says oh. initial release was October 2nd. It was the deluxe edition yes. that was available last week. So, so intensely that's how it is with Assassin's Creed. Yep. Yes. Where, I don't like it when they do that. Yeah, yeah, so so it's like, like, let's it makes our lives a lot harder. The Assassin's yes. Creed Odyssey deluxe edition is out today. You can play it. Uh, the standard edition is out October 5th, which is Friday. So, Ray. Um You can either play it now Ooh. for more money or wait until Friday for less money. Up yes. to you. And don't forget, either way, whenever you pick it up, head over to IGN to check out our wikis for all your game help needs for it. And yes, if you please. don't, if you don't know whether you're going to pick it up or not, check out the review. It's live on the site. It is 2,300 words of detail, <laughs> and we made an eight-minute video review, which That's is a long, very long video the review. longest one we've ever done, or I've ever done. We might have done longer so Congratulations. far. But it's over. It's done. Right. And here's the great thing. After 60 hours, I'm still playing it. So cool. That's awesome. I think that's always a good sign whenever you get done with the review and then you go back and play your game more. A good value. It's very good. Good value. Yeah. Um, so finally, we have the unblock, Unlock Block Trivia, which um, just we're supposed add, to skip. You're just like, what's in my pocket but if we're right doing, now? <laughs> we're doing the alternate universe version where I do get to give points. All of our collective points are now going to Alana. Okay. Just for 10 points. You know she doesn't work here anymore, points. right? No, I know. Ah, I have like was, no points. This is a special request. No, you, get, you keep your points. I have no idea what's going on. But the points you could have potentially earned today with the bonuses I had planned oh. would have been a total of 10 points that are now all going to Alana. So, well, so be for the, for the off the counts. books version. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in next week when none of that counts. And then <laughs> we'll do more trivia. Yeah. Are you are you angry, at Brandon, for catching up? Some somebody tweeted. Uh, somebody tweeted was like, oh, oh, "Unfortunately, Brandon took the lead," <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, "Unfortunate for who? It's pretty fortunate for me." I'm no, happy. it's yay me. Yeah. So our, our uh, off the books on lock block trivia, Oana has now gained ten points. She is nine points ahead of Brandon Tyrell. Mm. Not true. Off the books. <laughs> anyway, that's all we got today. Um, thank you guys so much for joining. Yeah. Crap. <laughs> um, you guys want? You got anything to promote? Wikis. We got a bunch of great game help guides uh, coming. I'm sorry, you're staring at me. I'm so no, sorry. No, 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 go no. ahead, please, Destin. Uh, no, I mean I don't really have anything to promote. To be honest, just I've been doing a lot of benchmarks with the new graphics card, mm-hmm. so I've been working on that. Red and if you got it, you got to use it. And then we're getting footage coming back next week of a game we're excited about you said bench- <laughs> cool great you said benchmarks <laughs> i thought you're gonna say games. bench press <laughs> you're just like i'm just promoting these sweet guns <laughs> it's 270 i'm so tired it's 270 and then john 
wikis just all all of the wikis um no matter what you're playing this fall uh ijin has you covered for game help uh we've got assassin's creed odyssey we'll have all the cool weird little difficult collectibles we've got forza horizon uh which will have all of the cool car stuff that you need to unlock to upgrade and and make your rides a lot cooler and better um spider-man if you're still playing spider-man um cool not a Xbox game, I get it. Um, it's heathen territory, but you want to find all those backpacks. Get out. They are. Um, and then, of course, once Red Dead 2 comes out, we'll have all of the hidden secrets and cheats and all the good get you through that game stuff you could possibly want. So, wikis. Also, uh, JR and Mark Medina did, you know, friend of the show, uh, did a really uh, cool Spartan Kick montage for AC Odyssey that yes. uh, I a lot of people at heartily when I watched. Wow. So go check that out. Yep. Um, for me, I like I, I cheated. I already promoted. Um, go check out that Assassin's Creed Odyssey review if you haven't yet and you're interested. Um, outside of that, uh, I fell in love with the photo mode, so I'm going to put together that slideshow of all my photos and put that up probably this afternoon. So nice. You can check that out too. And then on to the next one. Very right. good. What are you up to? Uh, wikis. Woo! <laughs> Please hear wikis. That'd be great. Thank you. And also, of course, let, you know, let us know if there's something you're having trouble with and that you haven't been able to find. Yep, you can, you can reach us. Uh, yeah, uh, tweet at, us. At IGN Wikis. Yeah, right there. Easy go, peasy. go ahead and do it. All right. We have gone on for far too long. So thank you so much for joining us for this episode. For Dustin, John, and Brandon, I'm Rita Sanchez. Thank you. See you next week. Bye, Bye everybody. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.